this is the inaugural, in some ways, inaugural episode of Tower Talk, Navigating Markets with Tarek and Mark. And that is the name of our new podcast slash YouTube channel uh, for existing the, clients. The inaugural. Look inaugural. This to, be a, <laughs> this to be a long and outstanding and impactful, it will move markets, this little exactly. podcast. First of many, and it's mighty, <laughs> yeah. of, of the podcast. You know, existing clients, you're, you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're like, you know, I've been seeing you guys do this for a little while. You're absolutely right. We're just changing the format a bit and sort of the structure so that we can make it for a wider audience. Um, so you've been getting this content already, but uh, now this is, is kind of for everybody. So uh, first thing, though, and, I do want to say the, the, the big the big difference here is we're going to try and do this monthly. Yes, that's true. We've been doing this talk quarter, quarterly. So now, now we're going to take up some other topics of interest. And of course, going there, we'll be happy to hear what topics any of our clients want to have us talk about. Sorry, exactly. go back. Yeah, we, we want to get your input on topics you want us to cover. We've got a couple on the docket already. Next month, uh, we're looking at economic leading indicators or economic indicators, I should say, the ones that we find interesting. Um, you know, I think that one we can have a lot of fun with. Uh, we're looking at uh, what what does risk mean? What does what does that uh, mean to you? What does that mean to me? Um, charitable giving, day trading. Does it work? Does it not work? Um, political factors. A lot of stuff. So please send us your ideas. We'd be happy to hear from you. Um, and that's that's what the podcast is going to look like. Tower Talk, navigating markets. All right, let's jump in, Mark. Why don't we start with watch for it? <laughs> yeah, uh, every month it'll be coming out. So, um, but yeah, why don't we start with going over returns for the last quarter or year to date for the strategies here at Tower? Sure. Well, why don't I take that since I want to brag about Canadian momentum. So I'll hold back on momentum to say um, our enhanced index. Remember, we've got four strategies, four portfolios yes. in the enhanced indexes. They are global indexes. They're well diversified. Um, and one of the reasons that I'm going to be giving you some numbers that are not as stellar in our uh, enhanced indexes is because they are so diver diversified. They've got a fixed income component. They've got U.S. component. They've got a Canadian component and they've got a uh, European component as well as some emerging markets. And there's some really cool little indexes in there like water and agriculture. Mm -hmm. But um, they are... This is what I would call ballast. This is what I would call stability, diversification. I would call it um, good, solid liquidity. The returns range from 2.8 to 2.4 to 2.0 to 1.4% year to date through June 30th. And I'll put the returns up. Strategies so, from, good, so if you're watching, please you can do. see the returns. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the best return was in the aggressive growth and the next was growth and so on down through to conservative. And all they are is a different mix of all the different uh, portfolios. And the, the conservative has the most fixed income. Now, that is going to change, I think, in the next little while, because looking ahead, fixed income rates are higher. Uh, the, at least they're going to become, uh, we think, more stable if not start turning down a little bit in the next couple of years. And that means that the, the bond portfolios will be begin contributing to returns as opposed to lagging or costing returns. Now, the one that I wanted to get to right away, um, 
but I, you know, Derek made me feel like I had to be honest about our bad returns first. <laughs> and, you know, 2.8 to 1.4 isn't necessarily bad, but it isn't. Uh, and if we look longer term, they no. are. Yeah. yeah, let's get there. Okay, never mind. Yeah, let's go to Canadian momentum. Good, do that. What's longer term? Yeah. Okay, let's look longer term. Then we'll go to Canadian momentum. No, no, okay. no. no. Um, so aggressive growth. If we look three years, or sorry, one year, 12 months, ending June 30th from last June in 2022. We're at seven, three year, we're at 12, two, right? Um, that's you know, three so, year. Yes, that's annual, annualized, right? So 12, two compounded over the three year period. If we go to growth at 6.1 for the year, 7.9 or three and so on and so forth down the list. Um, you know, we've been counseling our clients, as you mentioned, not to, to, to limit their fixed income. So we don't actually have a, a ton of clients in the, in the ones below that, except for specific situations. So I won't even quote those, but similar idea where, you know, you look at the three and you look at the five and the returns are better. So just want to emphasize, we're recognizing that this first half of the year was not, you know, we want we, it's not ideal, but we look at a longer term basis. We're right up there and, and we're happy. So, but yeah, you were going to say something about Canadian women. This is, yeah, this is the time where, you know, we'll quote our, our, our compliance officer where we have to say somewhere in the midst of a podcast, historical returns are not necessarily a reflection <laughs> of the future returns. We yes. really want you to remember that. Yes. Because this six months is not one that we want to brag about. That's right. That may not be the same picture as the future. It will likely be better. Anyway, yes. Um, but I'm not promising that. I, I need to recognize John Smeaton. He's going to beat me up if I say that. <laughs> now, Canadian Momentum. Canadian Momentum, the, the sample account that we use for this one, is it's it's tracks virtually the same on every account that's, that's in Canadian Momentum, but it is Elaine's account. Um, has an 11.9% return in the first six months, year to date. Mm -hmm. not annualized, meaning that's a pure return. If you annualize it, you would say, well, that's 22 or 24% return. No, 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 we're not doing that. It's 11.9 clean, pure return year to date in her account. That's the Canadian momentum. The Canadian momentum continues to be um, an absolute star. We've got mm -hmm. our, our screens. We run them with discipline. We make the changes. Um, you might say with... Um, with, in a, with heartless abandon, when we get our 12 new names, we move right into those 12 new names. And it has worked brilliantly. So if you don't have momentum in your portfolio with us, we really would like you to. And if yep. you have both, if, if you only got momentum, then we kind of like to encourage you to have some value because it's better. They, these two portfolios, are they will work at odds with each other. They will complement each other nicely and it would be better if you have a little bit of both because um, there may come a time when our momentum doesn't perform as well as it is right now and uh, at that time likely it'll be the enhanced index that's the one that we're bragging about and we'll still tell you the truth about our momentum when when it's not performing but right now stink that thing is amazing and the longer term numbers i'm sure Tarek has them are, do. are just as amazing yeah do you have them what are the what, what are do. the one three and five year numbers so one year or a 10.4 year over year, 30 June 30th, uh, three years, 17. And it's, as you mentioned, annually, right? 17% annually on a three year and then five year at 9.3, right? And so we should also mention uh, with the momentum, everybody who's in it knows this, but we're openly trying to beat the TSX 
And for the same time period, this first half of the year, ESX only did 5.7% on a total return basis. So we're, you know, we're double uh, year to date. So, okay. Yeah. Let's move, let's go to markets because we're at about eight, eight minutes here, Terry. Um, okay, let's talk, do it. Talk about markets. You've done some interesting work comparing the S&P with Canada. And I'm going to give you the conclusion here, and then you, you can go wherever you want with it. But Tarek dug into some numbers, and basically he identified that there are seven large companies, um, Alpha, you know, Facebook, um, some of these others, Apple, and so on. The seven represent 30% of the market cap of the S&P 500. Those seven yeah, companies seven. are the ones, yeah, those seven companies represent the vast majority of the return in the U.S. Tarek did some sort of spreadsheet work to back out those their numbers and see what would the rest of the S&P 500 have done. It would have had a return very similar, if not a little bit lower than the Canadian market. I think that's really yeah. interesting work. In it, other it words, really we have had a, a yeah, we have had a market both in in Canada and the U.S. that has been very concentrated on um, these tech companies, and the rest of the market has yet to get get going. Will it? Oh my goodness! I'm sure it will. It mm-hmm. looks like inflation is being shut down. Take over, Tarek. What am I talking about? Absolutely. So it's really interesting. So the S&P 500, this is the U.S.'s biggest, or I should say most widely quoted index. It's up nearly 17% year to date. It's The U.S. market is just uh, in, in full bear market, or sorry, excuse me, full bull market territory. But as you mentioned, when you pull these seven names out, you know, the usual suspects, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, or not Netflix, actually, NVIDIA, um, markets are basically, you know, you could call them flat. So this is not a broad rally. This is a rally in a few names that happen to be the biggest companies in the United States and in the world um, that are really carrying along the rest of the market, which is interesting. Um, now, what that means is, you know, we, we if we're going to move on to um, inflation and interest rates, I'm always talking about inflation and interest rates. Inflation is finally starting to come down. You know, we're down at three and 3.4 in Canada or in the U.S. and Canada, respectively, which is huge to be down close to there. Rates are likely going to stabilize maybe one or two more. And so that sort of stability in the interest rates and that sort of um, confidence that companies and markets can have that, okay, we're not like going to be jumping up three rate increases in the next six months or something means that we're going to start to see in this one analyst's opinion, we're going to start to see um, some of these other companies that aren't seeing these rallies, these, uh, returns start to demonstrate their performance that's and yeah that's my reading of the situation that, you know the other work that Tarek did you know we were talking about it earlier um the, the other work that Tarek did was on the cost of uh the hike in rates for sure mm. the higher rates will flow through to higher mortgage payments for people who are on variable rates number two that will reduce discretionary spending number three that will put a damper on um, the growth, the recovery. So we should be planning that into the forecast for the next few years. Um, But the truth is, wages are going up. There are other factors that are at work. The one that I'm always watching is uh, human ingenuity. Um, 
people to continue to improve their companies. They continue to get rid of deadwood. They continue to improve on their technologies. And therefore, companies come out of it looking better as a result of tough times. So, you know, I'm an optimist. I'm also an equity guy. Um, those are my disclaimers. But the equity markets have proven to be great places to be. And I think it still is. Okay. And one more thing. Okay. If you happen to have a friend that you think would be interested in what we're doing, mm-hmm. we're looking we're looking for more clients. We'd love to to look after some of your friends. So uh, let them know, um, show them the video, see if they want to join us as well. Yes, we want to keep this video, you know, tight, short, to the point. So if you watch this video, you enjoyed what we had to say, you want to hear what we have to say next time, please like, subscribe follow depending on the medium you're listening to us with because we'd love to make sure that you can hear when the new episodes are dropping and uh as always reach out contact info is in the description send us an email send us a text send us a call whatever works and we would love to hear from you until next time